Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. The following is the Spirit World Center podcast. If you have any questions about the spirits or training, you can visit our website at spiritworldcenter.com. And now, please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. I'm once again joined by Alexandra Blair for the Astrological Weather Report. And if you've been following these these podcasts and these reports, you're going to find that this upcoming month is a breath of fresh air and some relief. Uh, At least I hope so. Uh, Hopefully that'll be borne out uh, through this interview. Alexandra, how are you today? Hello. Hi, Eric. I'm doing doing pretty well. And yes, you are right. There's some relief uh, coming down the pipeline for us, which is really exciting. Fantastic. So, where do we uh, where do we start off this month? So the uh, the new moon is November twenty third, and that starts this cycle, right? Yep. So as the calendar month of November is coming to a close, we are leaving behind a lot of that exhausting, like anxiety, turbulence that has been happening for the past six to eight weeks. Um, this month both Jupiter and Neptune will station direct, which means that we're going to have some big ideas, big dreams, and a lot of optimism and excitement. And it's going to feel a little bit, again, like anything is possible. Um, I think, you know, if anyone else is experiencing what I and my those close to me have been experiencing, it's kind of been feeling like, oh no, what if I never accomplished what I wanted to for the past few months? Um, and now we get to say uh, it's possible again and really feel that that excitement and optimism of Jupiter and Sagittarius season. Um, towards the end of the month, we have some Capricorn transits that are going to be really good for action in planning and like actually thinking about how to manifest things concretely, which is pretty exciting. Um, and in general, I'll say that this month and this time of year is really good time for shadow work. This is the shadow period of the year. This is a time when a lot of people naturally think about planning the year ahead. And the astrology is really, really supportive of that for December this year. Um, This is much like last time, not a great time for fast action, not a time to be like starting a business or launching a big new project or taking a decisive action. Um, But it is a really good time to try new things, new experiences, new intellectual horizons, diving deep inside your psyche, new spiritual endeavors. So all that kind of work is really well suited for this time right now. Fantastic. And Jupiter, of course, it's that expansive force, right? So that's going direct. And then Neptune, that's kind of the the emotions, the the unconscious. Uh, uh, What's the effect of that going direct again yeah so jupiter is definitely um a time for not just expansion but jupiter really is the the greatest benefic planet that we have um it is a time of luck and fortune and excitement and really kind of sugar spice everything nice that is jupiter in many ways in the astrological equation now neptune is considered a planet of um, it's a very psychic planet. It has to do with illusions, delusions, um, dreams, big picture thinking. And in fact, in modern astrology, Neptune is the ruler of Pisces. So it can be very psychic and, um, 
you know, have to do with that kind of inspiration and creativity. When it is in retrograde, which it is for just about half the year, those are times where where the veil falls away and the rose-colored glasses come off and we take a cold, hard look at what we've been dreaming of. And we say to ourselves, yeah, I definitely can't do that. Um, So as Neptune returns to its direct, um, you know, motion, so to speak, of course, because it is mostly an illusion that makes it seem like it is retrograding, um, it actually brings us back into that real excitement and potentially for some of us delusion, for sure. Although we have some Capricorn transits towards the end of the month to keep us grounded. So I can put my rose-colored glasses on again put them and back start on, deluding baby. myself about everything. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. I think definitely combined with Jupiter, if you are a Pisces person, this, you know, I, I would I would be like, warning, don't delude yourself, except it's been a really hard few months, the hardest since I've been tracking astrology for some number of years. Let yourself be deluded. Like, let yourselves have a month of excitement. You know, I think it's time for everyone to just be excited. <laughs> let it carry away. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it has been a hard couple of months before. So you've really, you really feel like this has been one of the the hardest cycles that you've seen in a while that we're just getting over now. It's been really tough. It's just been a lot of people being asked to compromise and um, make changes and choices and give efforts that are beyond their norm and that exceed what they're typically capable of lots of compromise especially for fixed signs um and yeah i I think it's just been pretty tough and i am most of the people i talk to astrologically have been experiencing something pretty similar to that yeah absolutely that's borne out through my experience too talking with a number of people who are sharing the same struggles and the same uh, the same cycle that we're going through. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. So, all right. Well, that that's the themes for the month. And so, um, what's uh, what's the first thing that that happens after the um, as we enter this month? Yeah. So the first thing is kind of what we're experiencing right now. I would call it like the pre-new moon period. Um, so just before the new moon on November. 23rd. Um, We've had a couple awesome little movements here that are bringing some relief. So we are kind of still fraught with retrogrades that won't really let up until February. And, you know, I even looked at the next couple of years and I think even the retrogrades we've had to deal with this year, the way that they have coincided and timed together has been uniquely sort of overwhelming. It definitely doesn't happen like that in this coming year as bad, uh, which is exciting um but in these uh few days right here before the new moon we have the sun in scorpio trining jupiter and pisces which is a favorable aspect and that really has felt like for a lot of people in a little illumination a preview of what's to come when jupiter stations direct which happens just alongside the new moon in sagittarius um, but the next day on the 21st, which was yesterday as of taping, um, Mercury and Venus formed an exact conjunction in Sagittarius. So that was a day of new perspectives, new modes of thinking. And I really felt like yesterday was a period of major optimism and excitement and relief for especially fixed signs. And that's people who have heavy Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius placements. Um, big, big preview of relief 
Yep. Yep. I, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. And, um, that's interesting. So, uh, this trining that's occurring on the, the 23rd with the new moon. Um, that occurred yesterday. Uh, okay. so it just a couple days, I'm just kind of describing the first couple days before the new moon yeah. we left those off the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that takes us into the new moon and I can just go ahead and talk about that. So the sun has entered mm-hmm. Sagittarius with some fortunate aspects to it. Um, the sun is well positioned in relationship to Jupiter, Neptune, Uranus. And when the new moon happens on the 23rd, it'll happen at 4.57 central time. And it is really a very energized and exciting new beginning that is going to feel totally novel and horizon broadening. It's a time to be excited and to allow yourself to be excited. And pretty much five minutes later, Jupiter stations direct. So right here, we have a brand new moon in Sagittarius and Sagittarius is ruling planet Jupiter stations direct in its domicile of Pisces. So this is just like really, really fortunate, exciting, optimistic, great, great time for manifestation. This is a very exciting new moon and the best one I've seen in a few months. So this is a great time for cosmic exploration for starting new spiritual or intellectual pursuits, for trying new things and broadening your horizons. Um, Jupiter really is a planet of fortune and benevolence and expansion. So this is a great manifesting new moon. Um, And I think this is a really good one for cosmic and esoteric initiations. So whether that is something that you are experiencing with other people or by yourself, maybe that's you asking your guides or asking deities to teach you some new lessons or make some paths clear. This is a perfect time for that. Oh, this is going to be a cool month. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> All I know. Right. It starts that... out really, really good, huh? Oh, it's fantastic. It's it's amazing how these things coincide, you know, it's the sun entering Sagittarius and then all this cool Jupiter stuff starts happening. It's like, whoa, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> couldn't really have been lovely. planned better. No, it really couldn't have. And um, it, it looks really good as well because... Um, we have we have just all this good Sagittarius and Jupiter energy coming. So I think this is like kind of just Jupiter energy right here. And you can definitely look in your birth chart to the part of your chart that is ruled by Sagittarius for a clue to kind of what area of your life is going to be particularly lit up by this and will be really good to leverage intentionally if you're doing spiritual workings and, and any kind of spellcraft or ritual craft around this. I see. So look at your natal chart, see where Sagittarius is. That's going to be the house where a lot of cool new stuff and possibilities is opening up. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. Awesome. And uh, so where do we go from there? Yep. So um, from there, we have this period at the end of the calendar month of November. We have a period of kind of productive restriction is what I'm calling this. So we have a series of transits that are going to slow down our ability to act. Uh, Meanwhile, we're going to be having a lot of optimism and excitement and sort of broadening our horizons, perhaps intellectually and definitely cosmically, spiritually. Um, But these aspects are going to be asking us to stay still. Um, So first we have Neptune stationing direct in Pisces, which as I mentioned before, that happens um, on the 3rd of December. So so that actually happens at the end of this series. Um, 
we'll have Mars, which is currently retrograde in Gemini, trining Saturn in Aquarius. So Saturn is a planet that speaks to restriction. And when Saturn is at home in Aquarius, it's less bad. Um, it's more constructive. And so Saturn in Aquarius right now is giving us some really constructive restrictions. You can look to where Gemini is in your chart to see kind of where those restrictions are going to play out. Um, but Mars is retrograde there and has all these strange things going on this month. So I would say definitely look at your natal Gemini and that's where you're going to be feeling these restrictions. Now, wherever it is, I was reading a chart for a friend the other day, for example, her Gemini is in her 10th house of career and she has really been hoping for, hoping for some changes in her workplace. Now, the way that this might look, what is a productive restriction? Maybe you're hoping, hoping, hoping for a raise and you are actually denied that raise. And what ends up happening is that you end up quitting your job and getting a much better job that has better hours and pays you more anyway to do less work, for example. So it may immediately look like a denial, but the way that the planets are positioned suggests that this really is something productive and constructive for the higher good timeline. Um, and the same thing is happening in the next couple of days. We have Mercury and Sagittarius opposing retrograde Mars and Gemini, and then Mercury and Sagittarius sextiling Saturn and Aquarius. So really what that is, is like some communications and some things happening that are giving us restrictions that may seem like a slowing down and may seem like a bad time to act, but in the end, it's going to serve the greater good, if that makes sense. Uh, once again, it's absolutely amazing how these things are lining up to be very positive and productive. You know, even uh, Neptune going um, going direct in Pisces, right? So Neptune is the Correct. ruler of Pisces, right? So yeah, Neptune is the modern ruler of Pisces and Jupiter oh. is the ancient ruler of Pisces. So it really is just like this Piscean resurgence. So all my Pisces heavy people, whatever it was that you were dealing with, in March and April of this year, that area of your life is going to be re-energized in a really new and exciting and productive way right here at the end of November and start of December. And so it sounds like then too that Saturn is in this place where its, it's restriction is not that bad, right? Correct. Yeah. Saturn, mm -hmm. when it's comfortable, like in Aquarius or Capricorn, which are its domiciles, um, it becomes much more constructive as a malefic. Uh, it is the greater malefic, which means that a lot of times it has some not so nice things in store for us. Um, but here it looks more constructive and sort of serving the greater good for us. Fantastic. Well, I mean, in that's... particular, Saturn and Aquarius is a sign. Aquarius is a sign that is concerned with the societal good and the good mm -hmm. of the community. And so it, it kind of seems like that that may tie in somehow. Interesting. And and in that sense, is it almost like there's you might feel that call from the community to become involved, that type of thing? Yes. There mm -hmm. may be something. And it might even just be like, you know, some your family needs you or your spiritual community needs you or your friends need you in a way that prevents you from getting the thing you thought you wanted. Um, but in the long run, it will serve us. I see. I see. Well, that is a lot of interesting things lining up in a really exciting way. Wow. And so where do we go from there? I guess we jump into what you're calling shifting energies, right? Yeah. So uh, at that time, we have on the 3rd of December, 
Neptune stationing direct. As I mentioned, Neptune is really when it's retrograde, it asks us to rethink our delusions. When it returns to direct motion, it's going to feel like um, a brand new sense of optimism and big picture thinking. Um, maybe even some new feelings of optimism that really feel truly exciting to us, not that sort of surface level, artificial, um, superficial optimism, something that feels really deep and real. Um, and in the middle of December, we have Mercury entering Capricorn. And right away, as Mercury enters Capricorn, it's like squaring Jupiter in Pisces, um, which basically is <laughs> it's like we get a few days to have these like big big dreams and then as things start moving into Capricorn we're going to be thinking okay how can I actually make this happen what if this thought is realistic um, and not necessarily realistic in terms of what's pragmatic just we're asking ourselves what's really actually possible here and how can I start planning for that so Capricorn is very much a sign that is, a, a, as a cardinal sign, Capricorn is a great initiator of work that other people might not want to do. And so this these months themes of like shadow work and slowing down and, and considering our, our dreams, as this flows into Capricorn, we're now going to be like planning and breaking those dreams down into manageable steps for us. Um, so we have Mercury and Capricorn squaring Jupiter and Pisces and the sun in Sagittarius opposing Mars retrograde in Gemini. So what that means is like not a time to act and it's sort of tampering down the delusional thinking, the excitement. We get to experience unbridled excitement for a couple of weeks and then we're going to be like, let's plan and let's, let's make this real. So on the 7th of December, we have a full moon in Gemini. So it's the cold moon and this is going to elevate some natural and really productive tensions between our, our grand designs and our bubbling excitement and the real steps that are required to make that happen. This full moon is, is a really powerful one, I feel. I think that is overused and kind of thrown around. But in terms of using this month for manifestation, starting that with a new moon and then using this as a climax will be so powerful. Um, I am really recommending to people that I work with to leverage this Capricorn energy because this lunation features some square aspects between Mercury and Capricorn, Venus and Sagittarius. Um, it, it just, it's really screaming, make what you want practical, make it concrete, make it into steps. And the cool part about that is that Mars will be stationing direct in January. So this is the perfect time to be planning what you're going to do with all that surge of exciting flurry of activity energy. And Capricorn is kind of, I think, underrated as a cardinal sign. People think about Capricorn as a workhorse. Capricorn is great at starting things. And the cool thing about a lot of the Capricorns I know is that they realize that planning things, it's maybe half the work of manifestation, just articulating it, writing it down, and saying it out loud and putting it before you as though it's possible, that is manifesting. And so I think this is this full moon would be a really awesome opportunity to like lean into the Gemini spirit and leverage that Capricorn energy and let your kind of intellectual curiosity help you plan out some new ways that you would want to go. Because full moons are these sort of natural climaxes. And I would say, you know, I'm going to be using this lunation to charge my body and charge my tools with the energy I'm going to need to take action in January on January 12th when Mars stations direct in Gemini.
it really sounds like we're coming up on a new year. Like it's it's perfectly lining up to bring the excitement and then bring the planning and then Mars going direct in the new year. It's just like, you know, let's get started on things, right? Yes, absolutely. It looks really good. And I was a little nervous when I saw that retrograde calendar just because I didn't think we would really pull out of this till February, this kind of rut that a lot of people I know have been in and it's kind of a string of bad luck, quite frankly, for a Mm -hmm. lot of people. Um, but this looks really good, this astrology to me. And closing out that you know moment, we have Venus uh, squaring Jupiter and Pisces. Um, and then later that same day, Venus enters Capricorn. So again, what we're seeing is like, okay, unbridled energy, unbridled energy. And then we're saying, no, 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 don't forget what we learned during all these retrogrades. Don't forget, do this, plan this, actually make it happen. And so it looks like a very practical tempering to that kind of quite delusional and expansive energy of Jupiter and Neptune combined stationing direct here this month. Practical is good. Practical is great. Let's get things done, people, right? That's It is. Yeah. And not practical in the like sort of sad way, just very, very like this can happen. Break it down into bite-sized chunks. Let's get through it. Fantastic. Well, I mean, it's, you paint a very optimistic picture of the future and so you i think you mentioned that the uh that a lot of these retrogrades or a few might continue into february which what are we what's continuing into february yeah let me pull up the chart if you don't Mm -hmm. mind yeah no worries um we have uranus um retrograde until january 22nd and then we have another mercury retrograde from December 29th through January 18th. So it's technically the end of January where we're going to be feeling all the relief. And that actually perfectly coincides and fishtails with Mars going direct on January 12th as well. So end of January is going to be like an absolute party, breath of fresh air. But this month is full of exciting optimism and planning. We have to plan an astrology party for the end of January. Just something to, <laughs> to, uh, to mark this sense of relief. That's amazing. We'll have to do a video episode and, and have like a little cake with some candles on it. <laughs> there we go. I love it. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Well, like I guess that pretty much wraps things up for this month, right? Yep. Um, right at the end of the calendar month, we have a few uh, movements that we'll kind of wrap up on next time. I'll give a preview. Mm-hmm. We have on December 23rd is our new moon in Capricorn, which is, again, kind of just feel like this exuberant, exciting time to manifest things through planning and, and start action. Warms my little Capricorn rising heart to see it. Um, but towards the end of the month of December, we'll have Jupiter re-entering Aries as it moves direct. So that's going to be a direct preview of the energy we felt in May. And in fact, Aries are just going to have a year. It's They already know that. They've already been going through it. And it's not bad. It's, it's, it's a mixed bag of like strange things, but a lot of really good things because of Jupiter and Aries. And we have the winter solstice next next time. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And that should be pretty exciting and big big uh shadow work energy from those two right there <laughs> oh that's for sure yeah well it's it's uh this is an exciting time i mean uh i think we've been doing these shows since i think march of march, this year yeah. and 
you know, it's been an interesting cycle of energies coming through. And I got to say, yeah, the last couple of months have just been, uh, <laughs> they've been interesting. And this, this sounds like a really entering a positive period of change and possibilities. So that's, that's fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Well, Alexandra, thank you so much for a fantastic astrological weather report. We will have you back for next month when we'll talk about the winter solstice and all that cool stuff happening. Uh, thank you so much, Alexandra, and you have a, uh, a great month and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Great. Thank you so much, Eric. Always, always a pleasure to drop by.